to give all. This gospel we just heard is an overview of this entire week. It gives us the, the full story that we are meant to be drawn into and pray with and walk with this entire week. I'd like to just highlight two characters in the gospel today. First, isn't it interesting that at the beginning of this passion narrative, one of the first things we hear about is this woman who shows up in Bethany and she anoints this Jesus' head with this expensive oil. She broke this jar and pours it on his head. And the disciples see this and some of the people there are indignant. Why has there been this waste of perfumed oil? It could have been sold for more than 300 days wages and the money given to the poor. So you might expect like this, this jar cost like 30 or 40 or $50,000. It's like, that's crazy. So does that mean, is this woman really rich? Or some people think with other accounts, like, is, is she like a prostitute or something? And it's like, well, how would she have so much money? And, and, and I, one theory, one possibility, is that this oil, this money, is meant to be her dowry. That this is the big gift that is to go to her beloved on the wedding day. And so here is the beloved of us all consummating his relationship, his new covenant with all of us, giving about to give his, himself completely for his bride, the church. And so this woman, in as a foreshadowing, as a prophecy, as a preparation, is in light of this gift that Jesus is giving, the only fitting response is to give everything back. That our king, the one who loves us, who gives us everything, that the invitation is to be generous likewise and give, give everything back. Father Dan and the students who went to Honduras got back early this morning, um, and he, he showed me this picture. He goes, you want to see a funny picture? And so he, on his funny, is a picture of himself, who's a big man, carrying an even bigger bag of coffee. The, these people had, these Hondurans who have very little resources, gave him a 60-pound bag of coffee. But... But in light of this gospel and this image, it's like, it makes sense that here's, here's this poor woman, um, here's these poor people, and they just experienced Father Dan and these five NAU students giving generously of themselves with no intention of receiving anything back. 
It's like, what do they come here to receive? They come here to Honduras just to give of themselves. And so the, the fitting response in light of a gift of somebody giving of themselves is to give everything back. They, they gave him a bag of coffee that was probably like $100 or more. It was like, how many days' wages? Who knows? But it was the fitting response. And we were kind of talking about poverty, and he gave me this quote. He said, he said a lot of thing, people think that poverty is about money. He says, poverty is about freedom. To be unattached. To, to have a freedom to pursue and to give of oneself. Jesus is the one who gives of himself. That we hear this, this ancient hymn in our reading from Philippians that Christ Jesus, though he was in the form of God, is God, did not regard equality with God something to be grasped. Rather, he emptied himself taking the form of a slave, coming in human likeness, and found human in appearance, he humbled himself, being obedient to the point of death, even death on a cross. The Jesus comes to give us everything. Jesus comes to descend to our lowest point, to our brokenness. I was thinking about our psalm today, you know, and um, we sing it so beautifully, but... But when we pray this psalm in our hearts and in our prayer, it's like gut-wrenching. God, why have you abandoned me? God, where are you? I don't know where you are. And Jesus empties himself. Jesus gives everything to descend, to come to us in our brokenness. And the fitting response is to give everything back to him. At the end of the Passion, the second character, is it says, when the centurion who stood facing him saw how he breathed his last, he said, truly this man was the Son of God. And so here's this man who witnesses Jesus give the complete gift of himself. Now, mind you, this centurion, he doesn't know about the resurrection yet. He doesn't know that Jesus is going to back it up and prove, to prove it. But he sees this man who, he sees people suffering all the time. He's part of the execution crew, right? But he sees there's something different about the freedom of this Jesus who gives a complete gift of himself. And he makes this response. And you and I are invited to make that similar response even when we can't see the resurrection. Even when I can't see how this situation that I'm in is going to be redeemed. Even when all I can experience, all I'm feeling is darkness. That Jesus is still giving that complete gift of himself to me. And I'm invited to respond with an act of faith. To say, Jesus, I, can't, I don't like this. I want this cup to be taken away from me. But not what I will, what you will. This spring break trip that I went on, I went with uh, eight of our students to, 
to spend the spring break with the Carmelite sisters in Alhambra, serving with them. And these are, these are, we were surrounded by these women who have given everything for the Lord. And there was such an incredible joy and freedom and peace. Like the, the girls on the trip couldn't get enough. They're like, just keep talking, sister. You know, like it was, it was beautiful. Just this, this holiness and this, and this freedom. And we were talking at, at one of the dinners, and, uh, and I asked the sister, I said, is it true that everything you own has to fit in two office boxes? And she said, she said, yeah, well, I mean, two or three. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> and, and, and I was like, what's that like? And she said, um, she makes it easy to move, you know, um, <laughs> to go where the Lord wants you. But she said, you know, I, I, she says that sometimes it's hard to decide what to hold on to because you can only hold on to the most important things. And she, she said, like, the retreat that I was on before I became a sister, like, um, the Lord was really speaking beautiful things to me. And she's like, should I keep the notes from that retreat in which the Lord was speaking love to me? And, and she said, she realized, like, he, my beloved, spoke to me then what I needed. Why do I doubt that he will not speak to me now what I need to know now? Do I need to hold on to the gifts? Or can I dispose myself to the giver of the gifts now? And so our invitation this week is to dispose ourselves to the one who gives all to us. The one who never stops, who never ceases to, to pour out his love for us. And our invitation is to receive that gift and to respond with the only fitting gift and response is to give back to him all of me.